0: After proclaiming God's judgment on the scribes and Pharisees in the city of Jerusalem, Jesus leaves the temple, walking toward the Mount of Olives with his disciples, and someone mentions the temple, and we read Jesus' response in Matthew 24. What does this chapter mean? Is Matthew 24 for us today? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love to hear from you. You can join us by calling that number. Also, I do want to remind you that it is June, a very special month for us because you have nine days left. We are running out of time in June. You have nine days left to participate in the Match Campaign. We've had some generous partners say, they're going to match your contributions up to $50,000 for the month of June. So if July 1st comes, it's over. So you're too late. Uh, so you have nine days left to participate in this. Your gift of $25 could turn into $50, $500 turns into $1,000. And no matter what number you give, it's going to be doubled up to $50,000. So go to intime.com slash 2X or call 800-END-TIME and we can help you out over the phone. Pretty cool, Doug, match campaign for the month of June. So,
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, that's a great opportunity, like we talked about the other day. Right now, with prices being what they are, you want your dollar to go a little Double. bit further, this is that time to use that opportunity, <laughs> so very cool. I can't believe that June is almost over, though. I know. That that's,
0: means Christmas is coming. Oh, my goodness. I wasn't you, going there, but. You've got yeah. a new grandbaby coming. Before I then, know. Too. I'll tell you so, what. Lots of exciting things. Yeah. Um, what does Matthew chapter 24 mean, Doug? If we could just explain this, it would be so helpful. Well, you know, Matthew 24 is is one of the
1: best, to me, one of the best chapters uh, for prophetic word in the whole Bible because the Lord tells us so much information in Matthew 24. And so um, we can kind of look at uh, what Jesus talks about and be prepared for things that are coming Um, And so, one of the things about this, Vince, you know, we talk about it all the time. There's so much going on right now, it's hard to keep up with everything that's happening. So, uh, we've got a really interesting program today because we've got some things to talk about that Jesus actually talks about in that Olivet Discourse there in Matthew 24. So, I I think that... um, you know, this could cause some people to get a little bit concerned, but like we always say, we come from faith and not fear. So yeah. Jesus told the disciples, he tells us things before they happen so that when we begin to see these things, we shall believe. And so this is a faith builder. Prophecy to me is a faith builder. You know, Revelation 19 tells us that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we have that in understanding when we go through things like this, we don't have to be afraid. Uh, But we can build our faith and understand things that are coming. So I think we have a program like that today.
0: Absolutely. And pretty much every day that's what we center (laughs) things around. Yeah. Today we're going to be specifically talking about Matthew chapter 24. So if you have a question uh, around that topic, there's a lot of different topics covered in there. Uh, Give us a call, 877-INTIME, 877-363-8463. Well, we have a lot to cover, Doug. I guess we should get right into it, eh? Yes, sir. Matthew chapter 24, starting in verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. Well, there's a good word. Mm-hmm. We ain't not even plan on talking about that. Right. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Yes, yeah, so we're, we're talking about
1: something where Jesus is answering the disciples. They're saying, what are the signs of your coming in of the end of the age? And Jesus begins to tell them these things, So we can see that a lot of these things are happening. We hear about wars and rumors of wars all the time. Uh, we're going to talk about that in depth today toward the bottom of the program because of the fact that we've got so much information about that today. Uh, but there's other things that he talks about that. And it's very good to, to see that part where it says, be not troubled. The Lord isn't telling us this so that we worry about it or we get scared. He's telling us so we can be prepared. So uh, we, these things are going to come to pass, he tells us. All these things will come to pass, but it's not yet. We don't have to worry about it yet. They didn't. We are in that time, though. You asked that question, uh, if, if this is relevant to us today. And, yes, it's very relevant to us. Well, some today.
0: people would say all this already happened. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, you know, these things are historical. Right. So those things have been happening for a very long time.
1: But one of the things that we can understand from Matthew 24, and and that scripture that we read today uh, doesn't necessarily cover the things to expect in the future. We will get into that a little bit. But this tells us that there are things that are coming, and we are beginning to experience these things in our time. They've happened since Jesus ascended into heaven. You're Mm -hmm. exactly right. But they're beginning to pick up more and more. And uh, like the Lord tells us, these are the beginning of sorrows. It's the things that you can look for. When you begin to see all these things begin to happen, you can know that we're getting close to that time. So that's what he talks about. So in in today, uh, in this program, we kind of broke some of these things down. Some of the things that have been talked about, uh, some of them were conspiracy theory, uh, you know, a few months ago. But now they're beginning to even uh, seem like they are... Uh, picking up more and more so uh, well the
0: first thing he mentions is wars and rumors of wars yeah absolutely we haven't dealt with any of that
1: (laughs) yeah my you know do you recall a time when we didn't have something going on where it was a war or a rumor of war coming in your lifetime do you can you even think of any time well
0: I guess in my since I'm old enough to actually know I guess it would be you know, kind of nine eleven right before that, I don't know what was going on, yeah, but since nine eleven for me, uh, it's just been part of the headlines, and of course, yeah. the iPhone came out in two thousand and seven, mm-hmm. which me I'm saying that to say we our exposure to information increased dramatically, yeah, and it's continued to increase every single year since then, right. and so any type of uh information that someone thinks is important to share. has been being shared and even, you know, come to find out featured in front of us whether we want it to or not.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: when I went to Israel in 2009, people uh, that I know were concerned about my life. Like, was I going to go there and survive how terrible things are? Right. And I went there and I'm like, I kind of feel like I'm at home. This is (laughs) like a normal day in the United States of America. Right. um, so, I told people that South Dallas was actually much more frightening and dangerous than Israel what is, statistically speaking. <laughs> Very good. And so, um, nonetheless, um, I have no idea why I went down that road, but we'll get more into um, Matthew 24 wars and rumors of wars, pestilences, uh, and even more on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere.
2: Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intimecom slash future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463.
3: Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
4: Yeah.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Again, we have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we just showed a promotion of our events. We have some events coming up in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about a prophecy conference that's going to be in your area. Uh, we would love for you to join us and come and meet Dave and Jana and whoever else is going to be there with us. And then I'm actually, it's not a prophecy conference, but I'm actually speaking at the United in Freedom tent revival on July 3rd. Yeah. So And,
1: and where's that going to be?
0: Uh, North Texas, somewhere. Okay. Uh, Bonham, Texas, I there believe. You. Oh, remember. Bonham. Nice. Bonham area. I don't think it's actually in Bonham. It's in Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe, yeah. Never right heard there. of it, but that's where I'll be. Right up there close to Bonham. Um, Sunday afternoon, I'm speaking with a bunch of other people. It's a, I think it's a two or three day event. It's a big tent revival. I'm told General Flynn might be there um, and others like him. Mm-hmm. And so. You do have to RSVP for that event, so go to endtime.com slash events. We've got it listed there and a link for you if you want to RSVP. But, uh, yeah, United in Freedom Tent Revival. It's going to be pretty be awesome.
1: There. Yeah, Vince, I'm happy to hear that.
0: It's, you want to come help me? Because I've got an I, hour I, slot. I don't plan to go <laughs> that long, so I we can I, do it together, though. I don't know if I want to do the speaking
1: in front of a lot of people like that, Vince. I'll let you handle that and uh, just know that I've...
0: As you're on national I'm radio... I'm praying for you. Well, it's a lot different prayer. being in the studio than
1: it is looking people That's in the It's true. Eyes.
0: It's just me and you in here in a dark <laughs> room right. yeah. with bright lights. So, Amen. Um, so, yeah, check that out, endtime.com slash events. I'd love for uh, any of you to go RSVP and uh, I could meet you out there. And Like I said, it's a tent revival, so yeah. it's going to be outside. I think they're encouraging people to bring a lawn chair. They'll have chairs, but um, uh, you can learn more by going to endtime.com slash events and clicking the RSVP link there. Um, Matthew 24, Doug, it's a confusing chapter for many. There's a lot of arguments to be made, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean discussion about what certain things mean, and uh, there's some people who believe that it's all already passed and we don't have to worry about anything uh, that's listed in there or even concern ourselves with it. And so we're talking about it today and and explaining what it means and how it applies to us still to this day. We talked a little bit about wars and rumors of wars. And you were asking me um, if I remember a time in my lifetime when there wasn't wars or rumors of wars. And I was pointing out that since the invention of the iPhone, there's been information in front of us um, and people's narratives are being pushed.
1: Yeah. And
0: so there's always seemed to be wars and rumors of war in my lifetime, at least since 9-11, that I recall. Yeah. And so, no, I don't remember a time. <laughs> I'm assuming you don't either. Right. Well, I mean,
1: I I don't. I mean, I was born uh, during a time of war. I was born during the Vietnam era, and it seems like we have always had a conflict uh, like that going on. As long as I can remember, there was always something, uh, uh, you know, whether they were focusing on the Middle East and, and what was going on there or if we were in another skirmish. And, of course, Desert Storm was one of the major things that happened Uh, you know, during my lifetime that I uh, think back and remember uh, a lot of. I had friends that served in that war as well as uh, relatives that served in that war. And so I I always remember it. So, yeah, these things have been going on. But, you know, not until this time of of my life do I remember pestilence happening, something like what we've experienced in 2020. Well, I Um, mean... Vietnam War surely, I mean, that's AIDS time, right? Well, we had during maybe I think probably the late 80s, early 90s, there was AIDS and things like that, but it was not something that was a worldwide something that everybody was afraid they were going to get. It seemed to just be uh, one category of people that was experiencing, you know, the AIDS uh, epidemic.
0: But like, well, I, this, I remember like SARS. Um, I, don't, I think I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing people wear masks. See, I don't ever
1: remember wearing masks until COVID hit. I never remember anything
0: I like that. I distinctly remember a certain group of people wearing masks, and I'm not going to get into that. Okay, people, well, let's not do that. People can't <laughs> handle the truth anymore. Right. But um, I remember a certain group of people uh, in high school seeing these people out and they would wear masks and well
1: that's interesting yeah but never before except for maybe the spanish flu did I'm we I'm from see, Richmond,
0: Indiana and it was almost no why not I'll just put
1: it out right. well, very
0: few people living in Texas
1: my whole life and being yeah. from a little hick town you know where the rodeo was big we didn't wear masks unless you were robbing a bank but <laughs> anyway the pestilences like what we've experienced uh, those things are on the rise right now because yeah. there's rumor that there's even going to be more pestilences coming. We, I have never in my life experienced what happened with COVID, where they shut us down. They, they told us you couldn't go out of your house unless it was an emergency situation or you had to yeah. buy groceries and things like that. I've never seen anything like that. So now we have, we've seen it, and now we have people who are saying, you know, there's something like monkeypox coming. But this article that came out just a few days ago, what, like two weeks ago, Uh, Bill Gates warns the next pandemic could be society ending. So it's pretty, you know, pretty scary if you look at it from a perspective of, you know, these people that are uh, well-known within, I guess, the global uh, community are saying things like that.
0: Well, he said uh, that he believes the the world got lucky with the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm and thinks the next one could be society ending with a fatality rate that is much higher than the coronavirus death toll. The Microsoft co-founder turned billionaire philanthropist made the comments at the Time 100 summit in New York City as he appealed the need to prepare for the next pandemic to hit the world. Yeah, so,
1: you know, the, the thing is, is he's talking about something that could be on the horizon. Okay, so we don't know that there's, another pandemic coming. It's just this is a guy who uh, made a lot of money off of selling computers and software. And so now he's uh, telling everybody, hey, there's disease coming fam- or disease that's going to kill society. It could happen. So uh, you can take that however you want to take it. Uh, if, if other people were making statements like that, it might be dubbed as uh, false information. I don't know, but I'm just saying.
0: Or even a um, terrorist threat. Yeah, that's
1: true. But certain people have the right to say whatever they want to say, even though they're not an expert in the field of what they're talking about. But I'm not going to go there. I just wanted to show that these things are very much happening right now in that Matthew 24 does apply to the times that we're living in right now. Uh, so it's interesting. There's other things. Like I said, there's monkey pox they're talking about. They're talking about these other pandemics that can come. They're saying that COVID's never going away, that COVID could actually um, mutate into other things. So it, they're just all the time talking about it now where we didn't talk about it in the past. But now here we are. And Jesus said that when you begin to hear these things, these are the beginning of birth pains. These are things to get ready for. And when you think about what that means, when you think about birth pains, you think about when a woman knows that she's beginning to go into labor. Those those birth pains, become they're slow at first, but they become uh, closer together and they become more and more intense. And so I believe that that's what Jesus was alluding to, that these things are the beginning of those birth pains. And as we go it's going to get a little bit more intense as we come because we know from that scriptures, those scriptures he's talking about there, he goes into other things talking about uh, warnings and things that are coming. And one of the things that he mentions is the abomination desolation and then that triggering great tribulation. It's further down in the chapter, but it's a big deal. And Jesus is saying that in the end time, these are things that we will experience before his coming. The next thing I want to talk
0: about, I
1: know that sounds like happy joy, doesn't it? The next thing that yeah, I want Yeah, you said it's
0: coming. Oh, it's yeah. very exciting.
1: is the increase in earthquakes in that time. So what I did today, Vince, I went to a place called uh earthquake or sounds earthquake uh, and so they tell you information about the latest earthquakes within the last 24 hours. Now these Can are Can we
0: prove its validity?
1: Uh, I can't prove it other than this was information on there. Okay. So, uh, I looked up other, uh, information from other sites and it seemed to all kind of jive with this one. So I went with this one. So you can look it up for yourself. That's earthquake track.com. And this was today at 1042. And this is a 1.5 or greater earthquake within the entire World, okay, that's been reported around the world. That's what they're doing is putting that information What time out.
0: did you look it up? At ten twenty forty two a.m. I'm on it right now, and apparently they update every few minutes because uh, so there's a lot so more that's changed. happened since then. Yeah. All right,
1: well, you want to give us the updated version of
0: well, it? Well, I don't know where you look, so I, I, let's just go with your numbers. and Okay, so at
1: 10.42 this morning when I looked, 124 earthquakes in the past 24 hours, Okay. Okay. And then eight hundred and eighteen earthquakes in the past seven days.
0: So that's eight thirty-seven now. Wow.
1: So there you go. Three thousand six hundred and fifty-five earthquakes in the past thirty days. They got an update on that one too, I
0: guess. They do, but. You know, <laughs> and it's, then it's a little bit more than yours.
1: In the past year, fifty-four thousand two hundred and sixty-three earthquakes. In the past year, so this is like I said, they're counting 1.5 and greater. The numbers change as you go to the bigger earthquakes. I didn't put that in there. I was just wanting to show that earthquakes are increasing. uh, That we see them happen almost every day. Like you just said, this has been updated since 10:42 this morning. So more and more are happening. And Jesus said that was another thing that we could look for. Okay, so just another thing that we can look for. All right. All right. So another thing you talked about are are famines, and uh, so I'll let you kind of jump into that if you'd like, into that article that I got about the famines.
0: Yeah, there's an article from the New York Post. Food shortages could be just as deadly as global pandemics. I'm having sinus problems, (laughs) Doug. You might have to read this one. Okay. My nose is uh, not cooperating at the moment. All right. So a leading global got health close figure. you a close-up of it, too. So for those of you watching, you know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a leading
1: global health figure has warned the next worldwide health crisis could come in the form of food shortages uh, as the price of basic supplies skyrocket in even the wealthiest of nations. Peter Sands, who is the executive director of the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, believes a food shortage could be just as deadly as an airborne pandemic if authorities fail to prepare. And according to Sands, over, uh, after over two years of completely restructuring the world upon the emergence of the respira- uh, respiratory virus, governments have to prepare for even more complicated beast. I think it's funny that he calls it a beast. Uh, Australia is already beginning to see early signs of food stress as lettuce prices hit an incredible high of $12 per head in some areas following the flood season. So natural disasters coupled with inflation and complications in the global trade industry could produce a perfect storm as the globe begins to find its feet In the U.S., President Biden has continued to warn of food shortages due to Russian sanctions as prices of supermarket staples and fuel continue to soar in the country of $330 Australia and New Zealand food uh, agribusinesses research general manager Stefan Vogel said, the conflict would result in a huge shortage of grain this year and beyond. So, of course... like
0: we need to decrease our lettuce head consumption. (laughs) You
1: you know, I mean, it's it's crazy that we're talking about lettuce there being being $12 uh, for a head of lettuce. But the whole thing that's driving this is the fuel shortage or so-called fuel shortage that we have because, um, you know, with the rising cost of fuel, we're going to have... uh, you know, truck driving and everything that uses fuel, is—is their cost is going to go up. They deliver the food. So you're having to apply that cost in other places. And that's what's happening to to the world right now because of fuel cost is being driven up, skyrocketing. Uh, And I won't go into a whole lot about, uh, you know, personal beliefs there, but I know that we have a lot of oil in this country. uh, And I know that we could probably self-sustain here in the United States. And Gas prices could be, you know, normal.
0: I just saw an infograph about how much oil is available in a certain part of West Texas. Mm -hmm. It's like a small portion of the state of Texas. The Odessa area. It's like we have enough oil to supply for the United States there for 200 years. Yeah. Just in that area. Yeah, that area has had a huge
1: boom in the last, I'd say, four or five years. I know people that personally went out there to work. And uh, are are still out there working in that area, so they're doing well there uh, because of the oil boom that's happening there.
0: Well, and maybe that's part of the uh, increase of earthquakes too, because I understand that fracking causes earthquakes, right? Yeah, that's what they say. So that yeah. is what they say. It's very interesting. We so, do have uh, open lines. The number to join us is eight seven seven N time eight 877- seven seven. Three six three eight four six three. We'd love to hear from you today. We're talking about Matthew chapter twenty-four and some of the uh, verses that statements are made, and we're looking at those and seeing what they mean to us today. And so we've covered wars and rumors of wars, uh, pestilences, earthquakes, famines, and what's next? Oh, we're we still talking about famines.
1: Yeah, the next article is also talking about famines. Uh, it comes from the Gateway Pundit.
0: Gateway Pundit says, as the Gateway Pundit previously reported, at least 18 major fires have erupted at food industry facilities and plants over the past six months. We'll get more into this story on the other side of the break. Again, don't forget this is a special month. Every donation that's given up to $50,000 is going to be matched by some generous partners, so we're very thankful for that. Go to endtime.com slash 2X or give us a call at 800 endtime. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-N-TIME, 877-363-8463. Back on the story about the um, U.S.-based food manufacturing plants that have been destroyed. Um, they, uh, 18 major fires have erupted at food industry facilities and plants over the past six months. All the fires have been officially listed as accidental or inconclusive. Now this, a Gateway Pundit reader sent us an updated list of U.S.-based food manufacturing plants that were damaged from 21 to 22. This is uh, the year 2021 and 2022. Under the Biden administration, these these data were first published at Think Americana. They now have a list of 98 plants that have been destroyed, damaged, or impacted by accidental fires, disease, or general causes on the Gateway Pundit dot com website. Yes, so you
1: can actually go to that website and you can see all 98 of the facilities uh, that have been destroyed or had fires or or crazy things have happened there. Now, when I alluded to some of this stuff we're going to talk about today was uh, considered conspiracy theory early on. uh, Now it's being proven that these things have happened. And there's 98. That's that's a strange Uh, amount of these facilities being destroyed. That's not to mention, Vince, also uh, there have been thousands of chickens killed because of the bird flu uh, epidemic that um, has been sweeping across the nation. And then last week uh, we had over 3,000 head of cattle die all of a sudden apparently because of a heat stroke in Kansas.
0: Well, I can testify. I've got, I had nine chickens. And uh, one of them died last week from a heat stroke. Really? Yep. And you know for sure it was a heat stroke? I mean, I'm pretty certain about this one.
1: Well, I know that there are an abundance of cows in Texas, and it's hot in Texas, especially in the months of July and August. And I have yet to see really an entire hot. herd
0: just fall over dead. But It is pretty weird. They have a video of it. You can mm-hmm. see it if you search for it, but... Yeah. Thousands of of cattle laying dead. Very strange from a heat wave. Yeah, so we we could see a famine
1: coming in our time. They're talking about food shortages. Of course, we know we've had a baby formula shortage here in the United States. There's been you know news stories about it. Um, many many different things are going on right now. They are blaming the war in the Ukraine as uh, part of the problem with the food shortages, uh, causing. Uh, you know, because of the grain and everything uh, that Russia is over. And then also sanctions being put on Russia uh, where Russia is refusing to release certain foods until the Mm -hmm. sanctions are lifted from them. So interesting times we live in, uh, Vince. And so uh, that's just some of the things, you know, that was discussed in, Matthew 24, by the Lord. And I just wanted to point those things out that we are seeing these things increase right now. Uh, Are we living in the end times? We definitely believe that we are living in the end
0: times. Uh, Now, I I see we got... Well, right now, I was going to say that it's particularly interesting on the wars and rumors of war topic. Yeah. Because there's so much going on. You and I were texting (laughs) over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I think it was early Monday morning, maybe Sunday night. I don't remember now, but... There's so many stories that are coming about out about a world war, and we're going to get into that. Yeah. But first, let's go to the phones. We do have some open lines. You can join us by going to 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Call that number, and uh, you'll be able to get into the show if you'd like to. Let's go to Pat in New Hampshire. Pat, welcome to End of the Age.
4: Well, thank you very much. Um, I wanted to ask you, first of all, to pray for New England because we actually are considered to be unreached. There are so few evangelicals in this area. So um, anyway, on the subject of uh, food and food shortages, we're already having people, I work in a grocery store, we're already having people come through unable to pay for their groceries when they get through the checkout. Mm. It's it's kind of a sad situation. Um, we've had people break into tears um, we've had people, yeah, and the grocery store I work in is the most reasonably priced in the region, so, you know, it's a, it's really a concern, yeah. and, and, uh, we haven't missed the wheat harvest from, uh, Ukraine yet, yikes.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and, so, Pat, what are the gas prices like there in New Hampshire?
4: Uh, they've topped $5 a gallon. Okay. They're a little over $5 a gallon. Yeah. So we're not as bad off as say they are in California, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're hurting. Um yeah, we're absolutely. having difficulties with things being supplied to various stores because the truck drivers won't work for nothing. Right. They they don't get paid for their fuel till the end of the month. They're not gonna drive for free.
1: Right. And and right now with the, the diesel prices here. In Texas, we've are we we're been way over $5 for a long time on diesel. We're uh, inching up closer to $5 a gallon in just regular unleaded gas. Uh, but the diesel drivers have been paying a, a crazy amount of money uh, every time they have to fuel up. And then plus, yeah. there's a, a, a shortage of the diesel additive. I don't know if you have to have that nationwide, but I know here in Texas, uh, it's required that the diesel engines have this additive in there, and I, I would yeah, think that that's probably nationwide. wasn't newer
4: 2010 has mm-hmm. to have that additive or it ruins the truck.
1: Yeah, and so they have to pay extra costs for that as well, and there's a shortage of that. So, um, yeah, things could get worse before they get better for sure. But, you know, like we said at the beginning of the program, we don't want people to be afraid Uh, We want people to have faith and and believe. And and I do believe that uh, the American people are very resilient in things like this. And we always seem to rise to help one another during a time of crisis. And, um, you know, right now I know we can pray and we can battle this out in in spiritual warfare uh, by praying. Like you said, praying for your area where you need more people reaching out and uh, spreading the gospel there as well.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Yes, ma'am. Have a
4: good
0: day now. You too. God bless you. You know, Doug, I think about all this, and you know, there's been famines in the Bible that we've read about, and famines historically that happened after the Bible was written, and um, it seems like what that has done is forced God's people to really go to new levels spiritually and in their faith. Yeah. And as much as I don't want to have to go through any of that, there are tremendous spiritual rewards and hardships yeah you and i have both been through plenty of hardships in our life i know all of our viewers and listeners have as well and in spite of the pain that we go through during those hardships the reward in in how our relationship with the lord develops through that is just life-changing you know right you know, it alters the way we do life and the way we view others. And, you know, as my wife and I have navigated, you know, certain health issues uh, during her pregnancies and, and different things like that, we have drawn closer not only to God, but to God's people. Yeah. And it's made us better, uh, better individuals, better disciples, a better family unit. And so while I certainly would like to avoid all the tribulation, whether it be the great tribulation or mm-hmm. not, these times make us stronger right if we have the right motivation it seems yeah and so I would encourage everyone that um, yes times are hard and yes there are very very sad things that are happening and are going to continue to happen but man it just seems like if we can get our focus right and adjust how we view our circumstances that there's perhaps a lot of blessings that the Lord has for us to tap into. Absolutely. You know, I
1: think going along with what you're saying there, Vince, as well, is we have example after example in the Bible, too, of how when people were faithful and and stayed strong and, and trusted God, he always showed up. I mean, we have examples of uh, him providing for the Hebrew children in the desert, uh, Daniel being uh, alive after being locked in a den with hungry lions, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being tossed into a fiery furnace and yet God was there with them walking around in that furnace and, uh, and they came out unscathed. Not even their clothes were burned. The only thing that was burned were the things binding them and holding them uh, captive. And so they were set free through that. And I think we have so many examples that when the hard times come, if we trust in God and we don't lose faith, that God is always going to deliver us through on the other side.
0: And so... Uh, it's encouraging to. Well, it doesn't always work out the way we think it should. No. You know, we might not have a mo- enough money one week. Yeah. We might not be able to pay a certain bill. Absolutely. Like, these things very well could happen. Yeah. And they are happening to some people. Mm-hmm. And so that's not necessarily God's answer, though. He doesn't always just dump a truck of money <laughs> right. or even an extra $100. You know, that's not always how. Right. He answers our prayers or helps us through a situation. Yeah, and so it's like, man, I hate having to deal with all this stuff. I hate having to put gas in my car right now. I went from paying you know twenty two bucks. I drive a a, a two thousand thirteen Toyota Rav four. It's almost ten years old, and I've only had to ever put twenty something bucks in it. <laughs> yeah. And it's fifty five dollars the other day. It makes me mad. I know it's crazy. Um, But, you know, I'm just having to work through it like everybody else.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, how many times have we heard testimony from people we know and from uh, even some of us have gone through things like this, people running on hard times and not being able to feed their family, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, and they go to the porch and Mm -hmm. open the door, and there's a box of groceries sitting there, and no one standing there that left it, but yet God provided for them. Uh, How many times have you heard uh, pastors say my family was hurting and I get a letter in the mail from a pastor across the country that said, God laid this on my heart to send you this five hundred dollars. You know, just testimony after testimony of God's grace. And like you said, it doesn't always work out like that. But sometimes when our when we think our prayers aren't being answered the way we expect them to be answered, God's got a different plan and we just need to trust God.
0: I know someone personally who had a quarter of a tank gas left. This was years ago. Yeah. And they didn't have money to put gas in their car. And they prayed and said, Lord, you've got to make a way. Yeah. And they went for weeks and their gas was still on a quarter of a tank. <laughs> they didn't have a way out. Yeah. They didn't have the money. God didn't give them the money to handle it. Yeah. But somehow that gas just stayed in the car. I don't, I don't know how it worked. I don't know how God works all the time. Yeah. And so I know, I know them personally, yeah. and I remember hearing them tell me the story about it, testifying to how good God has been to them. Yeah. And so as much as this is difficult and challenging for us, it's a great opportunity for us to take steps of faith and, and really test and see Amen. what the Lord might do.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, let's get back to the phones, Doug. Let's go to Pam in Iowa. Pam, um, we're running a little short Hi. on time, so get straight to your comment or question.
5: Well, I had a couple of questions because uh, with Bill Gates, when you mentioned him, Bill Gates predicted the COVID uh, virus.
0: He's a prophet. And
5: I was, I was just questioning, you know, uh, people are looking to him because he has a lot of money. And uh, he, I, I think about the Illuminati game, which a lot of people have mentioned to me that all the things that happen in this country are in the game. You know, so somebody is controlling what's happening. I was doing research about famines when you were mentioning that, and I read that uh, they said that a lot of the problem with those is that the, the government has the early warning, but they have a late response. They're not doing the things necessary to head it off. Like you mentioned, we have oil reserves. They're not tapping into those. There's food available that they're not, you know, like when before Trump came out of office, the harvest out in California, they took the Mexican and the, the workers away and uh, a lot of people lost all their crops. One lady that raised tomatoes, she was having to let them rot on the vine. And so there's a lot of things the government could do mm-hmm. that they're able to do, like the pipeline that Biden cut off. You know, We know there's oil, but we're not tapping into it. Pam, I'm going to have to be- put you
0: on hold. We're coming up on a break. We'll bring you back after the break if you can stick around for that. Uh, we do have open lines, 877-ENTIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Steagall here with Doug Norvell. Um, we have open lines at 877 end time, 877 363 8463. We had to cut Pam from Iowa off uh, right before because of the break, so we're going to bring her back on. Pam, welcome back.
5: Thank you. And I, I just, my son is out in uh, Vegas, and he's saying the gas out there is about $6 a gallon. They had to trade their truck in for a smaller vehicle because the gas was so high. And even here in Iowa, we're paying almost $5 a gallon for gas, mm-hmm. and we have, we have oil. So my, con- my question is, why is the government not responding to the needs of its people, but they can send billions of dollars to help Ukraine, they can send food to any other place in the world that's hungry, but there are people that can't pay for their groceries in American grocery stores that are going there empty in food pantries because they're going to get food. When there are catastrophes, you've got... The world chef kitchen's feeding people because the government's not there. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think there's a concern for the people by government. It's all about well. politics and money. That's just personal <laughs> opinion. I'd like to hear what you have to say.
0: Well, well I, w- I wish ahead, I could please. answer your question, Pam. That's Unfortunately, question. Um, I don't know why. Um, I guess my initial response would be that... Um, I think your concerns are valid, but I also don't want to rely on the government to handle all this stuff. You know, I also wonder where the church is at. Um, You know, we've got churches everywhere that are uh, perhaps not serving the community in the way that the Lord would want us to. And and we've got Christians everywhere, you know. If I stop and think about me, what am I doing to help my neighbors that are in need? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I certainly don't like how the government manages our money, um, but also, you know, I want to look and see what I can do. I'm not relying on them for anything. I'll just tell Uh you. Um, What I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: I look at it and I just see the Bible. I see the Mm -hmm. word of God coming to fruition. And I, I look at the things that are written up that we're supposed to do that we can do as far as putting food away, and so forth. And I just think about what God said, and I trust the Lord. Yeah. And that's what I tell most of my friends. You just have to trust God, because right Amen. now there's things going on that you cannot head off yeah. as an individual. Your vote is really not changing anything. So you just, if you're not trusting in God and reading the Bible mm-hmm. every day and knowing what's happening, you're lost.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the bottom line is we trust in God, not government. And, uh, you know, we like we said before, we've got to keep our faith in God, knowing that uh, he is a just God and he's a good God. And he's promised that he'd never leave us or forsake us. And he's going to be with us uh, regardless of uh, how these things happen and, and what's really going on. You know, I know there's a lot of people that will say, well, this is going on and this is going on. But the bottom line is, like like you said, and like Vince said, Uh, Our our faith is not in our government, but it's in our God, and he's going to take care of
0: his people.
5: Thank you. I just wanted to get that out there so people know. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Pam. God bless you. Thank you for your call. We appreciate it very much. We do have open lines, so if you've wanted to ever be on our show, now would be a great time to do it. We'll try to get to everyone's calls. The number is 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. We've got... A little less than 10 minutes left, so if you want to be on the show call right now, you will get in. Uh, wars and rumors of wars, Doug. We're talking about Matthew chapter 24 and, uh, you know, what does it mean? Is it meant for us today? Um, is this stuff all, you know, ha- something that happened um, in 70 A.D. or before, you know? Um, and so we're going through this and looking at current events. That's what we do. We explain current events yep. through a lens of Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. So we do refer to news articles. We do refer to things happening currently in the world, and we talk about history as well, but nonetheless, uh, we are explaining these things through a lens of Bible prophecy. Matthew 24 talks about wars and rumors of wars, and there's an article that just came out from the Daily Mail, and this is where it kind of gets crazy, I think, particularly right now, the the environment that we're dealing with in regards to wars and and the war drums that are beating literally around the world. We all know about Ukraine. Less people know about what China's got going on. Um, And so it's still a hot topic, but some people haven't heard about it yet. But this story just came out from the Daily Mail, Um, and this is particularly uh, the U.K. getting in on the Russian conversation. Prepare to fight and beat Russia in a third world war, Britain's top general warns. New U.K. Army commander tells troops to brace for European land war, in a tub-thumping message, I don't even know what that means. What's a tub-thumping? Is that a U.K. thing? I, I have no idea. Uh, our, our U.K. viewers will have to let us know. A tub-thumping message as tyrant Putin menaces ex-Soviet states. So here's a few bullets from the article. Britain's top army general has warned U.K. troops to prepare to fight and beat Putin's army in a land war. General Sir Patrick Sanders warned soldiers we must prepare the army to fight in Europe once again. So they're looking at the likelihood, not the possibility. The likelihood that Russia is going to try to invade Europe.
1: That's what they it, it appears that they're looking at. That's it. what they're saying. This
0: yeah. so isn't us saying this. Right. We should clarify that, I suppose. This is the Daily Mail again. Yeah. Um, and these are UK army commanders making these statements, not in Time Ministries. We are sharing them with you. The last bullet is: it comes as Russian tyrant Putin menaces NATO countries, and taunts ex-Soviet states in Europe. Now, one of the things
1: that catches my attention on this is the fact that he says that this will be the Third World War. Okay, so we we had Jesus telling us that there will be wars and there will be rumors of wars. But we also know that we are on the cusp of that Sixth Trumpet War, which we... Called the Third World War because it kills one third of mankind, and here is a uh, a general for uh, the UK command saying that to prepare to fight and and to win to beat the Russians in a Third World War. So they're actually calling it World War Three. Remember last week we did a, a program that the Pope Don't bring that up, Doug. <laughs> the Pope had declared. Uh, that World War III had started with this conflict. We showed you how we could not biblically line that up with Scripture to make it be the World War III. Uh, but we did say that something could happen there that could spark this. But it's very interesting that this U.K. commander, this new general, tells the British forces uh, we could be in World War III fighting Russia in a ground war very soon. So interesting because it's not the first time... Within the past week, that World War III has been mentioned. So, uh, what do you want to do here? We've got
0: uh, we've got calls, but we've also got another article. What do you want to do? Well, we we told everyone that we would try to get to all the calls. Let's jump so on that. Let's go to Sue in Texas. Sue, welcome to End of the Age.
7: Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely, I just
7: wanted to, to comment. that What what. I believe God has revealed to me and, and um, is that, you know, this is all happening because they are making it happen to destroy America because all the foreign countries hate America and America has always been the superpower. Uh, that is exactly what Biden did the first day in office. He cut America's throat and right now they are killing America with the uh, fuel charges, you know, people can't. The working man, everything works so much when on diesel, mm-hmm. and we are killing, they're killing America. But they did that deliberately.
1: Right. Well, one of the things, Sue, that I saw this week as I was uh, looking through the articles was that you know Biden made a promise dear in uh, the Democratic. Uh, election process when they were having the uh... democratic convention he made a promise that under his administration if he were to be the president he would cut all fossil fuel and coal industries he would they would no longer exist under his administration and now he turns around and he says that all this is because of russia and the war in ukraine so he had made a promise he would get rid of those and now he's blaming russia for something that he made a promise that he would do if he was elected president. So he's basically doing what he said he was going to do as president. He's making the fuel costs go up so high. And their response to it when they're asked, what is the government going to do to help alleviate these gas prices and what's happening with our economy, they said, buy an electric car. That's what his administration's uh, yeah, advice case. was. Now, they even use
7: oil to generate, to make electricity. Um, but anyway, it's they're just destroying America so they can set up their one world government.
1: I agree with you a hundred percent on that.
7: I mean, one. I've hmm. been following y'all. I've been with you, probably, I guess, seventeen, eighteen years. But anyway, that's just my opinion. They're tearing, they're killing America so they can yeah set up their one world government, and they're 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 killing us. They really are. I guess America is well able to support itself. Yeah. When they're giving away billions of dollars and they close down our, our pipeline.
1: Yes, I ma'am. I mean,
7: you know, we're not about we're not as crazy as they think we are.
0: <laughs> Amen. Well, I am Sue, but uh, <laughs> thanks for your call, Sue. We appreciate it very much. Thank Let's you go so to, much. God bless you. Let's go to. Arthur in Missouri. Arthur, welcome to End of the Age. All right. Can you hear me okay? We can.
1: Okay. Oh, oh uh, you went quite real quiet on me. But um, anyway, I just wanted to comment, you know, that uh, January 2020, that was uh, over two years ago, Jim
5: Baker uh, said God told him that uh, this was the last season to
1: store food and water, you know. And, of course, Irvin and Dave have been on the show many times and... Uh, I thought that was interesting and and i, I guess I have a qu- my question is um um you know are you aware of any um uh, prophets or, or other people that uh that said there was going to be a war in uh that russia would start attacking people you know uh okay i'll let, stop it at that okay all right well thank you arthur i uh i don't really follow a lot of prophets, uh, you know, we're in the Bible so much and, and having to study so much just to kind of stay on top of things. I don't usually, uh, you know, hear other things. I have a lot of things sent to me, uh, but even though things are sent to me, I'm still unable to look at everything people send me. But I do know, you know, scripture tells us, uh, how involved in, uh, things Russia will be like in the Battle of Armageddon. And we know that they're going to be very much involved in that, that the Russian bear is part of the one world government. And so we know they're very much involved in that. Uh, but we also know that the conflict that's happening right now uh, is not World War Three, but they are really trying to push World War Three and make it into that as much as they can. Uh, because like I said, th- this was only one article about World War Three. Uh, We we actually have three or four articles uh, today talking about this, and not just with Russia, but with China. And then we have uh, the Palestinian Authority saying that they'll go to war with Israel over Jewish people praying on the Temple Mount and that that war would turn into World War III. Now, that right there is one of the best possibilities for World War III to happen is if there is a conflict over that mountain, over the Temple Mount, between the Jewish people and the Arabs surrounding them, especially Iran, uh, that could pull us into that war. And that could be a way that it could start, Vince. And so we're, we keep our eyes on these things because these are in the Bible and we can go with that. Uh, and, and so that's pretty much where we come from it, from a biblical standpoint.
0: There you go. We have thousands of hours of content available on watch.endtime.com and on endtime.com. Absolutely free in both places. There are some paid stuff, but most of it's free. Uh, Be sure to go there and check it out. And come back tomorrow. We'll be here at 3 p.m. Central Time. Watch us on endtime.com, Facebook, YouTube, and on your local radio station.